0: Welcome everyone to this edition of the Socket Podcast. Today, I wanted to jump on and talk about conflict and difficult conversations. This can be with someone in your life. It could be with a child. uh, It could be with your teenager. It could be with your partner, spouse. It could be with an employee or your boss. Um, So often, people try to avoid difficult conversations. It is not fun to have. They're not comfortable to have. Most of the time you lose a little sleep the day or two before you know you're going to have one of these conversations. But in my opinion, avoiding it, prolonging it, not ever happening it, Um, having it will never lead you to the right place. And it will always cause more conflict and more problem. So I just wanted to briefly talk about how I navigate these situations. I would say that if you go 20 years back for me, I kind of was a dig, dig in the sand, put my head in, kind of just I'm, I'm not gonna bring it up. I hated conflict. I hated thinking anyone was ever mad at me. Um, I really, really felt uncomfortable in those conversations. And since I didn't put my voice to the problems I was having with someone in any type of relationship that I that I had, um, in some relationships, I kind of got walked on. In some relationships, I didn't have my, I didn't speak my own voice, and it got me in trouble in a number of areas in my life. And the little, little by little, over time, through counseling, through finding my own confidence, through finding my own words, and through understanding that sometimes those difficult conversations really have to happen, like now, I've gotten more comfortable at it. Uh, certainly fall into the category of up at night, stomach upset, not you know, not wanting to eat in the morning when I know one of these conversations is going to happen. But at the end of it, no matter what the outcome is, I always feel somewhat better. Sometimes I feel a lot better because we've really resolved maybe a misunderstanding or some conflict that we came to a compromise on. Uh, and that feels wonderful. You tackled it head on and you work through the problem. Sometimes you're left in a worse situation because the person responds in a way and you have no control over. So I'm going to talk a little bit about that as well. So the first thing that I that I do to judge whether or not a conversation needs to be had is If outside of that relationship in my own head, I have worried about something or not been happy with something and three or four times outside of work or outside of that relationship, I have to really give it some mind share, then I think it's a conversation worth having. So if I'm up in the middle of the night thinking about an employee and a problem we're having, and that happens a couple of times, then it's something that I don't wanna sweep under the rug because I know we can normally come to a kind, caring compromise or at least a better understanding of the situation. And then I think I try to put together like just some bullet points and I'll write them down just to make sure that all of the points that I have regarding the situation I have down on paper. I might just put it on my phone or have a little piece of paper. If I'm having a meeting, like an official meeting with a staff member, then I normally have that piece of paper with me. If it's with a loved one or something like that, I just kind of go over those bullet points in my head a number of times so that I know that I'm thorough in what I'm going to share or how I'm going to express it. The second part is, is being really direct and using, this is, you know, not new information, but using that, I feel, or this is, your actions are making me feel, or when you say this, it makes me feel something. Excuse me. Um, And just kind of getting it right out there. Hey, this is kind of an uncomfortable thing to talk about, but when you do this or I've noticed this in your work or um, you know, when when you don't help with the dishes, something as simple as that, when you don't help with the dishes, it kind of makes me feel disrespected because I spent time going to the store and making this meal and cooking it and chopping it. And at the end of the day, if you just get up and leave without helping, it just feels like you don't appreciate the fact that i put a lot of time and energy into this. So it can be something as simple as that or conflict between two employees, like I said. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, So I write down those bullet points to make sure that I can kind of have those things at the top of my mind so I get my point straight across. Another thing that's really important is keeping your voice calm. When you're having conflict, you're having difficult conversations, it's very easy for you or the other person or both of you to get heated and your voices to elevate, sometimes it's turning into yelling. And you wanna try to make sure that on your side, you are in control of your words, you're in control of your emotions. And you're laying out logically how you're feeling about it and so that's something that i try to work on i'm not always perfect at that especially dependent on how the other person reacts um, if someone starts coming back at you really quickly um, it's harder to be calm and keep your cool but i think that's something to prepare yourself for to do some deep breathing before you get into the conversation to ground yourself Make sure you 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 know, you know, I'm speaking my truth, I'm speaking how I'm taking this in, and I'm giving the other person the opportunity to share their perspective and their take on it, which is actually my next point. Once you share what you're feeling, and maybe some of these bullet points, then you want to open it up and say, you know, this is how I'm interpreting it. This is the story I'm making up in my head about this situation. So I'd love to hear it from your perspective so that I have a better understanding of how you're feeling about it. And so it's gonna be interesting at this point cause you're gonna get a lot of different emotions back or a lot of different reactions back. Some of them could be someone gets really upset and starts crying. Some of it could be someone gets defensive and gets angry. Some of it could be kind of a blank stare. Um, there's going to be such a, such a wide variety of reactions to this information. Some of it might be, you know what, I've been, I haven't been feeling great about this, and, and I'm glad we're having a conversation. I know it's not comfortable, but let's get to a good place. So many times you're going to be met with relief from the other person that we're just getting this out, out there, right? What you never want is to be in conflict with someone they don't even know you're in conflict with them. And then you're talking to other people about that conflict. That to me is unfair. And it's not the way not the way to fairly be in relationship with people. If you're gonna be in truthful, authentic relationship with people, which is always my goal in all of my relationships, then talking behind their back about a problem with them is, is never gonna get you to the right place. You honestly cannot control the other person's reaction, like we talked about. And at some points, you may have to stand up and say, "I think we're we're going to be done here. Let's let's you know maybe connect another time." Um, you have to know what your boundaries are based off of what their reaction is. Hopefully, the conversation continues and you can go down the path and discuss each point and figure out where they're coming from. And every once in a while, something comes up and you're like, "Oh." You know, as the person that brought the conversation to the table, I didn't know that. That changes how I feel about it. Now I understand why this was happening, or you're saying this, or you felt this way. Um, and once you have more information from that other person, things become much more clear. But if someone takes um, to the defense of themselves and and start shooting things back at you. Sometimes in those conversations, they're shooting things back that absolutely have nothing to do with what you're talking about. Or if you're bringing up a situation, it's situation A, and the first thing that the other person comes back with is situation B that happened a year ago. I think you have to set a boundary at that point and say, we're actually not talking about B. We can talk about, if you want to talk about B at another time, I'm happy to do so. But right now we're talking about this present conversation of conversation A. So I I want to have this conversation about this situation. If you would like to reopen that situation at another time, let's go for it. But right now let's focus on this. And if that other person is still just bringing up all these other things that they think you did or, you know, things that aren't making sense, I think it's appropriate to just end the conversation and put that boundary up because that person's not being respectful of what of what you're asking of them. Now, they have every right to bring something up if they don't feel happy about something. Um, this type of situation might happen more in a marriage or more in a partnership. Um, it's very easy for the the blame game, right? Well, you didn't do this, or you did that, or you made me feel this way, right? And all of a sudden, you're half an hour later, you've, you're in a tailspin. And think nothing's getting, nothing's getting worked out and things are probably getting worse at this point. So I like to really stick to the issue at hand. I also think it's important for you to think through, all right, what's the goal of this conversation? What would I be happy with the outcome being? Is it just so that person understands how you're feeling in a certain situation and, and they might agree to, uh, change the way they're reacting during that situation because that's so that's a great goal is it you need to end a relationship sometimes a goal is to end a relationship I've had to end a couple of dating relationships and they've been really difficult um, they haven't been fun conversations at all less fun for the other person I've certainly been broken I've been the on the other side of that for sure it's never fun but my thought process in a, in a dating relationship is, If you know in your heart, and even a marriage, I mean, let's be frank about it. If you know in your heart that you are not able to love and cherish this other person as your partner, as your spouse, um, as your boyfriend, whatever that may be, whatever phase of life you're in, then I think it is the most fair and loving thing to do to release that person, to let them go. Now, in a marriage, obviously, there's a lot more complicating factors. And and I'll talk, I'll speak into this at a different time, because I have a lot of thoughts about the pros and cons of staying in a marriage, not staying in a marriage. And why are you doing that? Why are you not doing that? So I'll, I'll speak to that at another time. But if you need to end a relationship, you know, that relationship is not healthy for you, or you know, that it's not a long term relationship for you. I think it's I think it's in everyone's best interest, especially that person, for you to have that difficult conversation, even if it just sucks, right? Everyone feels crappy. Everyone's unhappy. People are crying. It's not fun. But at the end of it, if that's what you needed to do, if that's the space you're living in and you know that you're just, your heart's not in it, you don't feel the same way, It's not fair to stay in that relationship for that other person, in my opinion. And then once you figure out the goal of what you're hoping for the conversation, you don't really have control over how this conversation is going to wrap up right? Sometimes, like I said in the beginning, it's going to wrap up in a good place, right? You're giving each other a hug. We're going to work on this. I'm so glad we talked about this. We're going to move forward. We're going to we're going to listen to each other better, right? Well, however that looks like. So many times, hopefully, it's going to be a happy resolution to the end of the conversation. Sometimes it's going to be in that middle ground where it's going to be like, all right, well, let me sit on that. Let me think about that. Let me give some thought to that, um, I'm going to work on not doing that as much, or let's find a compromise, uh, you know, no matter what that is. And let's say someone feels like they're going out too much. They're going out three times a week and the, the partner only wants them to go out twice a week because they feel like they're sitting at home a lot. Whatever it might be, maybe you just come to a little bit of a compromise of, you know, how about can you give me some warning when you're going to go out, or can you, you know, communicate when when you know you're going to stay late at work? Um, a lot of it's about communication and and communication before before the the whatever the problem is happens. So learning how to communicate and how your partner your person you're in relationship with would like that communication to be um, can be really helpful because it can ward off a lot of problems if you are on the same page with things. Sometimes the conversation is going to end abruptly, um, maybe with someone walking out, with someone um, not being willing to talk about it, uh, with someone yelling at you. And so in that situation, I think you need to be prepared for what do I do if it ends that way? And I think having having a place and a space to say, I don't think we're making any progress with this. I'm going to remove myself from the situation and, and having an exit, having a place to leave, having, having somewhere to go so that you're not in the same space. Um, very infrequently, I could see a difficult conversation um, having some danger around it. I personally have never been in that situation where I felt that anything I was going to say to someone would provide me with a dangerous situation. But if you feel as if you could potentially be in a dangerous situation, you would want someone to be there with you. Um, You would want to be in a public space to give this information to that person. And so there's ways to navigate that so that you are not home- in a room or at work in a room alone with someone that you feel could be bringing you danger. Hopefully that's not for most of you, but if that's something that you find, I've seen moms on the branch that have shared some pretty personal situations where they don't feel safe with their husband um, and that always breaks my heart. So if, if that is you, if you are feeling as if you are unable to communicate, you are not in a safe space, you are in danger, I really ask you to find those local local organizations that are there to help you because that's, that's not, a, not a way anyone should live. So anyway, Difficult conversations and conflict. They're never fun, but they're almost always necessary. If you are are mulling this over and not feeling respected or feeling as if someone's not be even a a family member, you know, a a, a mother, a father, a sister, a sister-in-law. I mean, this this type, these types of relationships happen in so many different parts of our relationships. Um, But if you feel like you're not being respected or, Um, not being taken seriously, then it's up to you to find your voice. It's up to you to determine what type of conversation you need to have to share, share your side of the story and then to patiently let that person respond. And hopefully you'll be able to come to a resolution. And hopefully moving forward, things will be better. Like I said, most of the times I've had to have these really tough conversations, things have moved better, moved forward in a better way with employees, with with my partnerships, with my children, um, and the ones, the relationships that need to end, it's really normally best for both parties anyway, so... Um happy to answer any questions that you might have about difficult conversations that you want to have in your life. You can always find me at Kathy at simplysocket.com. I hope you have a great day. Thank you for tuning in to the Socket Podcast. Looking for more gratitude, confidence, and happiness in your life? Check out our website, www.simplysocket.com and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Simply Socket. And remember, be unapologetically you. It's a waste of energy to be anything else.